there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. On today's episode, we're going to tell you about this audacious plan that researchers have to put a souped-up giant telescope on the moon. It's a telescope that could help us discover some of the universe's deepest, darkest secrets. One of its biggest cheerleaders is Greg Hallinan, a professor of astronomy at Caltech. And he wants to put a telescope on the moon, on the far side, to be specific. That's the side that's always facing away from us. And Greg and his team are so amped about this that they actually named their telescope Farside. But it's an acronym. Uh, it, sta- it stands for... Are you looking it up? I <laughs> <laughs> know it off my heart. <laughs> At 100% I am guilty. I, I have not memorized the horribly forced acronym we have used to name the array Farside. It is called the Farside Array... For Radio Science Investigations of the Dark Ages and Exoplanets. Wait, what, what is it again? It's the... Um... Farside Array for Radio Science Investigations of the Dark Ages and Exoplanets. And remember, the first word of the acronym is the acronym. <laughs> so how bad an acronym is that? As bad as the acronym is, it's going to look great. Greg sent me a picture. Okay, here we go. Can you see that okay? Oh, it looks real pretty. It does, it does. So what we're looking at, look, to tell you the truth, is it looks like a real space-age toilet roll, a little. Oh, it does. It's got that hole at the bottom. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right? Yeah, it does. It does. It's very fa- It's very fancy toilet roll. It's, go- it's gold-plated. I don't think it would feel very good, but it, 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 it would be very expensive. <laughs> the plan is that this roll will deploy a giant telescope that will cover an area that's 10 kilometers across. That's over six miles. Okay, so this awkwardly named toilet roll telescope won't feel good for wiping your bum, but this telescope is going to do something even better. It's going to help us understand why your bum exists at all. To understand how, let's travel all the way back in time to a period before basically anything existed. It's called the Dark Ages. It's this huge gap in time right after the Big Bang. Scientists agree that some 14 billion years ago, the entire universe was inside this teeny, tiny, incredibly hot bubble, which went bang, it exploded, and the universe was born. From here, hot plasma was thrown up everywhere. And when that settles, all we have left are these dark clouds everywhere. At that point, the entire universe was a sea of hydrogen and some helium and basically nothing else, just a sea of neutral stuff. And then something changes. Out of this sea of stuff, stars formed, and then galaxies, and then yada, 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 dinosaurs, Big Macs, podcasts, everything we know. And the big mystery is, 
what changed in this weird dark soup that caused stars and everything we know to be born. Because without that, we'd still be in darkness. And we don't know how it happened. And the reason that this is such a big mystery is that our traditional tools for peering back in time are telescopes that measure light. But they can't help us here. Like, even if we built a giant one. But if you could build a space telescope the size of the planet Earth, it would be good enough because there was no light. No light, no optical light that we could see with our eyes. Hence the term, the Dark Ages. The only things that existed back in the Dark Ages was this soup of hydrogen and some helium and a couple of other small, you know, uh, elements. And since there was a bunch of hydrogen floating around in the Dark Ages, that is the key. We need to be able to measure hydrogen to know what happened. And Greg's telescope is designed to do just this. Because it turns out that that soup of hydrogen from billions of years ago, it made radio waves that we can still find today. Greg reckons if we could hear it, it would sound something like this. And one, two, three. That's it. A quiet hiss from the universe could be what we need to reveal the secrets of our cosmic dawn. By analysing the radio waves, Greg reckons that we could get a sort of timeline of what happened. We can play a movie that tells us how the universe evolved from that moment all the way through to uh, um, when we can actually see galaxies and stars. And Greg needs to put this telescope on the moon. It wouldn't work if we put it on Earth because we have this rather annoying atmosphere. The signal can't get through the atmosphere. You just can't, it's like looking through a brick wall, literally. You know, it's, that's how, that's how, how much the signal is blocked by the atmosphere. So you just can't see it. And that's why we hop over the brick wall and go to the moon. And by the way, Greg hopes that his super fancy telescope will also help us solve another big mystery of the universe. Are we alone? And that's because its souped-up equipment can study planets outside of our solar system, called exoplanets. In particular, it'll be looking for exoplanets that have magnetic fields, also called magnetospheres, which we think are important for life. Like, for example, Earth has a magnetosphere. Radio telescopes can pick it up. In fact, when Earth's magnetic field is converted into sound, this is what it sounds like. Meryl talked to Greg about his big plans. Let's say, you know, this is all set up, you turn on the switch and you start getting this data and then like you find an exoplanet with a magnetosphere. How big a moment would that be? That's my, my ultimate dream. We are designing and building the space telescopes that can actually detect signatures of life of other planets. You know, that would be such a profound moment, you know, discovering life outside our solar system. This was just a short segment from our podcast, Science Versus. So if you want to hear more about why space agencies and billionaires are turning their heads to the moon once more, then you've got to check out our full episode. It's over on our main feed. Just search for Science Versus, that's Science VS in Spotify, and look for our episode, The Moon, Why Are We Really Going Back? 
I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.